0: Welcome to the Marvelous Misadventures of Tom and John. I'm Tom. I'm John. And today we'll be
1: exploring all things nerdy. This was Tom Cruise for Doctor Strange 2.
0: Okay, so we'll we'll uh, have a couple things from Marvel. So Tom Cruise is being, I don't know if he's even being eyed. I don't know if it's mm. just a rumor. But there is a nugget of truth to what this is. Okay. Um, I saw something about it being Doctor Strange 2. Doctor Strange 2 is the multiverse of madness. Mm -hmm. Um, the only, there's only four people confirmed for the cast. Really? Yeah. Um, Elizabeth Olsen is Scarlet Witch again. Right. And obviously, you know, like, the plot points Uh is, like, she's gonna open up, like, alternate uh, realities, which tie into, um the Disney plus show. I can't think of the
1: one division one. Yeah.
0: So she cracks the multiverse in Wandavision vision mm-hmm. because of her fractured psyche from, uh, end game and having, um, vision die. Um, and essentially Dr. Strange, I'm guessing wants to help fix her psyche as well as fix the hole in the multiverse. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, Benedict Cumberbatch is returning as Doctor Strange. Um, I don't know how to say his name. Who? Uh, the guy who plays Mordo, who will probably be referred to as Baron Mordo in uh, this movie. Um, he wanted to be the next Sorcerer Supreme, but uh, Stephen Strange kind of like came in and usurped that role, and he kind of turned dark because he wanted... He he wanted to be the guy who, like, rid the world of, like, magic and only he has it. Oh, okay. This way, like, there can be no good or evil magic right. he has the magic. So, you know, in turn, that kind of corrupts him and all that. You, you, you saw a glimpse of it at the end of – wow, impressive – Uh, You saw a glimpse of it at the end of the original Doctor Strange. And then the uh, last person who is confirmed is Benedict Wong playing Wong, Mm -hmm. which, happy accident? I don't know. Like, maybe. And he looks like the, he kind of looks like the guy. He's a little, he's a little bit uh, thicker than the comic book iteration, but, you know, happens. But um anyways, so Tom Cruise being eyed for Doctor Strange two, rumored for Doctor Strange Two, whatever. Um, when they did the original typecasting for Iron Man, way back in um, I I assume it was two thousand six, two thousand seven when they were like eyeing cast members right. for it. Um, Tom Cruise was in the final runnings.
1: Right. Wasn't he was in the final runnings, it'd be Iron Man. Yes. Yeah. So that would have my- been a very short Iron Suit.
0: Weird. But then again, you gotta remember, uh, Hugh Jackman played Wolverine, who's supposed to be five foot three, and he's like six foot two. Um, so camera angles. <laughs> Although it, it looked really bad with him standing at his Chris Evans. Yeah. Um but with that being said, Tom Cruise could possibly play, be playing an alternate reality Iron Man.
1: Um That'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. I would. I would like and to it see would, it. It would be interesting if they did that. But it'd be cool to see like all the Avengers that way. Like right, what like, if hmm. Doctor Strange is going through the multiverse and they go to the attack on New York when Loki was getting the Chitauri Ch- to attack New York? Right? right, Chitauri is that what they're called? Chitauri. Um, it'd be funny for you know Doctor Strange to go there and all the Avengers were different. Oh, absolutely! Like Tom Cruise as Iron Man, Gilbert Gottfried as Captain America. God, help <laughs> could you imagine? That'd be sick. Edward I'd Norton as the Hulk. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd watch that. I already want this to happen. I'm sad it doesn't exist now. Um, Wilfred or Brim
0: or ultimately and, and they can make like a Disney Plus series on this. Which no, they I think they might be. Well, um, where they go to like alternate. Earth's, There's
1: going to be a like, lot of... Like, we're
0: in Earth-616. Right. Well, not the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That one is its own. But the comic continuity is mm. Earth-616. Right. Um. I forget what the Marvel continuity is. It's like 2000-something. Um. Oh, I think
1: it's like... It was like 2030-something. Yeah. It was like 10, 15 years in the future. Yeah. Yeah, so that's
0: what the Cinematic Universe is. Um, so if he, if it's the multiverse of madness, it'd be cool if he went to like the, like the dark Avengers universe right. or like the zombie universe, that well, would be badass. But that,
1: the, it, you almost have to take a trip to the zombie universe. Cause everybody's saying that it's going to be well a, more along the lines of a horror movie, but how do you work all that into the current feel of Marvel right now? You can't just go full on and it's going to seem like a campy evil dead movie, you know? um i think it absolutely would be a little bit campy
0: um i mean they're still they're still experimenting with horror i mean like the new mutants like they didn't get a good metacritic score they didn't right. get a good um rotten tomato score like people did not respond well to it i'm not saying that it's bad i haven't seen it and i, I would like to see it
1: well i don't even think they started shooting dr strange yet and that's that so dr. they strange. might
0: yeah, is it going to be the
1: second horror? Right, they might be trying things out with the new mutants and seeing if that works, you know. Right, and if they try and so they try and fail, they'll try something different with Doctor Strange too. But there's going to be a lot of different multiverse stuff coming up within the next year. Coming from Marvel, you have Wandavision, that's her skipping through different dimensions. Doctor Strange two, I don't think is coming out within the next year, but. It's going to be something to cap off all the different multiverse stuff we're going to see. Right. Between WandaVision and Loki, you know, and then Doctor Strange <clears> 2 <throat> when he goes into the multiverse. Right.
0: Um, so, yeah. I guess we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then, like... So they explain time travel in that movie, creating like alternate parallel realities. Mm -hmm. Like if you if you change something, you're making an alternate reality, and then if you go back and you know put it back, you're back on the main line. So, with that being said, is Doctor Strange two gonna be parallel, since they're going through the multiverse, or is it gonna be like on the same timeline but like alternate, like like instead of going parallel it's gonna go like
1: on top of i guess that depends on what kind of damage scarlet witch did to the multiverse right i mean she can pretty much bend reality so she can do irreparable damage to the multiverse right so it all depends on what kind of story they're going with are they gonna go since it's gonna be a horror movie maybe with a darker tone and say like hey we're not gonna be able to fix any of this but we can make some of it better right you know like what does she do because we still don't know what Scarlet Witch does to tear a hole in this, you know.
0: Right. Well, the white and what kind Scar- of
1: Scarlet Witch are they using for for the cinematic universe? Like, you mean like what are the realms of her powers? Like what? Are right. Powers? Like what kind of powers are they using? Is like, she going to be able to?
0: Like, is she going to be the no more mutant Scarlet Witch? Right.
1: Yeah. Um. And, like, it, does she even have the capability of that kind of Right, can she actually scope? reach that Right, of strength? Yeah. Can she? Um,
0: Alright, with that, we can move on to the next um, Marvel uh, thing that I have on my docket, which is... Um, Disney Plus shows an actress for Ms. Marvel in Iman Vellani. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. But
1: um, I, I've i only heard a little bit about this girl. You know. I have, Sorry. <laughs> I haven't heard too much about her. Um, I, I just I really I don't know how I feel about it. I'm all for new superheroes and stuff. So are you saying you don't know
0: much about Ms. Marvel? Or yeah. oh, okay, okay. Um I can give you a lowdown. The just, only yeah.
1: thing I know about Miss Marvel is what I know from event uh Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Um <laughs> so she's been Well, let me sorry.
0: Um so first off, the girl who's playing her. Um really awesome. She has no acting credits to her name. She has nothing. Like I I look now up, this
1: now this is a young girl, right? Oh yeah we're we're going with the
0: uh... cuz in the comics she's not even like an adult or anything yet okay um not so, that, that's the whole premise of her character mm-hmm. um so uh <clears throat> the girl playing her has like no credits to her name this is her first like I, it's her first obviously major role but also, I think it's just her first role in general. I could find nothing about
1: this girl. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: So, she has no acting roles, whatever.
1: So, for Miss Marvel, that's going to be a show on Disney+, Plus, right? Yes, as far as I could tell. There's not really much information about but it. Have, that she's yeah. the only
0: cast member really? in there.
1: So, this is in the beginning stages. Uh, like, um, we probably won't see this for... To see anything about this for another two, three years?
0: No, the release date is for 2021.
1: Really? Yeah, so they're just keeping it
0: under really heavy wraps. They must be, but you know that's Disney.
1: They, their COVID's good. making that really easy. Yeah. To keep everything in wraps because people aren't going out. You know, like when Avengers shot here in Cleveland, they tried to keep it under wraps. But all of Cleveland saw something going on downtown, and they're like, "We got to go see what this Absolutely. is." Absolutely. Um. I remember that when I was in uh, college. Some of my friends went down there, and they ended up being extra. Yeah.
0: So um, so as far as, like, the character Ms. Marvel goes, uh, her real name is uh, Camilla Khan. She, uh... I forget if her father's a scientist. He, he's something. Mm-hmm. But, like, her parents ended up dying in an attack, like a villain attack. And she always... Uh, emulated or looked up to um captain marvel So that's why she took the moniker ms marvel right turns out she's an inhuman and when the attacks were happening uh around the world where um inhumans were releasing terrigen gases everywhere to activate the inhumans around the
1: world yeah
0: so they could build up an army she was affected by it um she has the uh superhuman ability to um enlarge stretch like reshape like mm-hmm. kind of like a Mr. Fantastic. Right. Um typically you'll see her resizing her fist to giant fists mm-hmm. and like you know going she's like a head-to-head combatant. Right. Um she's like really big right now just because like she's a hopeful su- superhero. She's like the Spider-Man of this time essentially. Mm-hmm. Like she is the star hero who's like young Wants to do good, like, is the symbol of like what heroism should be.
1: Now, isn't she in a video game too? She's in the new Avengers
0: video game. She's actually the main well, I would I wouldn't say main character, but yes, main character. Like obviously the Avengers are the main character, but like the main story point follows her. Like the first mission you play, which obviously I haven't gotten the game yet. But I did play through the demo and I played I read a little bit about it, and like the first mission you do, you literally see like uh, the attack on I don't I don't remember where they are, San Francisco, New York, whatever. The, the attack on this big bridge and this uh the Avengers expo, and like the whole city is
1: demolished and her father dies. I've seen some beginning, like the first five minutes of gameplay. Yeah. Um I think it was the first time me and you watched it. it was yeah. That guy didn't know how to play a video game at all. Yeah, that was awful. It was, that was bad. Yeah, Awful. Um, but I have since seen things about it. Like Ms. Marvel being the kind of the main character. Kind of a bigger focus like she's, in the game. I feel like she's the story-driven character. And yeah, and they were talking about how that's kind of going to be her base where she kicks off, where they're going to start making TV shows and movies about her. Kind of as the new superhero of this age, like they decided, Yeah, you know, how we always have a main focus, and they're trying to make her the main focus of absolutely pretty much Marvel, you know. And especially being a part of Disney, I think, is a big contributor to why they're doing it that way. Because if you look at Disney, everything they do has a princess or something behind it, they can mark it. She's gonna be their kick-ass princess. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what I think.
0: Like they're gonna they're gonna edit um, Wreck-It Ralph 2 and just like add her into the background of the princess scene. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, there's not much to talk about with it, I guess. Like I just thought it was interesting they chose someone. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of big news because like this is the first year that Disney slash Marvel hasn't released a Marvel movie right it's sad since 2008 it's sad um so i mean any news is good news from them right so it's good to hear that they're still just like progressively like doing thing by thing and i mean i i think it shows that they're still being careful now with everything that's been going on yeah and i appreciate that and i'm sure the actors and the producers and everyone appreciates that too um so that's awesome
1: now, I, I want to break off here on a little tangent, since we're still talking about Marvel. Um, I was watching something last night that said they just greenlit, um, what's his name, Electro. For... Well, who played Electro in the... In Amazing? Yeah. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Right, okay. They just greenlit Jamie Foxx to play Electro again. In a Tom Holland Spider-Man. No! Yeah, they did. No, uh They did. So they canonized his Electro. That means Amazing Spider-Man 2 was canonized? Amazing Spider-Man was also canonized. How does that work? I am not sure. I could not follow the story of what they were trying to tell me last night. It was very late. But, um, yeah, Jamie Foxx's Electro was greenlit for Spider-Man 3, I think. Now, which is fun, because if you know a little bit about... The Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Oh, I know so much. I love <laughs> the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. So in that movie, they actually spoke to Kevin Feige and some other people on how to make the movie better because they read the script and it wasn't great. Yeah. So they were talking about how Kevin Feige told them, hey, you know... Cut out that scene where he's going crazy and turning into, like, the villain. Because that's campy. We already know what happens. Just show him before and after. You know? That's something that they overdone in the 90s, right? Every, You know, the guy going crazy, talking to himself in the mirror. Yeah. The, like, the birthday scene was weird. You know what? I actually haven't seen the Spider-Man yet because people told me it was so bad. But Uh, seeing clips of it... I have to I have Screw to Screw the people. <laughs> okay.
0: And also, I don't agree with cutting out those crazy scenes because Jamie really? Fox is such a great actor. Like, okay. The movie itself overall, like, doesn't fit in with Marvel movies. I will say that. But as a standalone, like series, it's a cool series. Yeah. Andrew Garfield embodied not Peter Parker. He was not a good Peter Parker. He was a. He's like the cool kid Peter
1: Parker. I star. will like, tell I you, don't I like went, that. I went to see the first Spider Man movie, like amazing with, or Toby. No, the amazing with Andrew okay. Garfield. I went to see the first Spider Man movie, and it was a huge deal because you know we haven't had anything right. Spider Man since Toby McGuire at that point, and that was when I was a kid. Oh yeah. So so he made the mold. I was excited, right? I was excited. So me and my mother actually went to go see it. And um, I didn't know how I felt about his Peter Parker, because I had an expectation, you know, that Tobey Maguire set. Yeah. Um, and that's actually how I was pretty much not introduced to Spider-Man, because I, I grew up with the shows in the 90s. Oh, but that's yeah. What I, that's kind of what I expected um, Spider-Man to kind of be. The, the well, the show almost in the dim- 90s... Like, almost dimwit.
0: The show in the 90s was very, very similar to Tobey Maguire, where... He was a college student. He was very smart and like developed right. his own tech and everything like that.
1: But he was also very um, reserved. Right. He see, kept to himself. What, what, I, what I kind of grew up thinking, because I wasn't a huge Spider-Man fan. I was more of a Batman, like a DC fan back when I was a kid. Yeah, well, you should come see my kid's room. <laughs> He's going to be a Spider-Man <laughs> fan. I've seen I've seen what you plan on putting in there, but I haven't seen. Oh, that I, we put it all in up. a while. Did you put it oh, all? Oh, yeah. Up? You got to come see it. Okay, I'll have to come. see <laughs> it. Maybe later. But um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I grew up with a certain expectation for Spider-Man, and when Andrew Garfield came up, and he wasn't really—he was almost cool. Exactly. He was almost a cool guy. I mean, he had and his skateboard, and he was right. like, you know, talking to the girl, and he had the 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 hair. Like he had a yeah. lot of hair. Like how did that fit under the mask? <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, but that's like, like his he hair takes is the mask off and it's like Ting. it's like poof. <laughs> you know, that was back when the Justin Bieber hair was cool though.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, But anyway, it was weird for me to get used to, but I was kind of okay with it. But I will tell you, nothing will ever nothing will ever replace the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Oh, absolutely. Pizza time. pizza time. <laughs> Okay,
0: Although there, although we won't talk about Spider-Man 3. We won't talk about Venom we'll, Lips. We'll pretend that didn't happen. I mean, just like Amazing Stops that at was, 2, regular Stops at 2.
1: I don't know if it was what I was smoking or what, but that was the weirdest 70s uh, show episode I've ever seen. <laughs> Things got off Honestly, the rails. Wait, who, who was on Grace
0: that, went crazy. Who was on that casting crew That was just like Topher Grace for Venom. Fucking perfect. Topher Grace had his little moment. Like, no, he was a fun actor. Right. He was like he went with the, you know, aggressive, Mm. angry, like revenge driven route. And that's good. That's I liked it. But like
1: He's (laughs) little.
0: And Venom is huge. That's that's my main Topher Grace is smaller than Toby Maguire. How does that equate to Venom?
1: That's my can pick Spider Man
0: up in his hand.
1: Now, I was a huge fan of Venom because once I saw the Tobey Maguire, I started getting into Spider Man more. Yeah, you know when that started coming out, and then I started reading about it, getting into Venom and Carnage and all the other Spider Man villains. You know, I started getting more familiar with them, and I was super excited to see Venom in a movie. Like I couldn't tell. I you mean able... like the
0: Venom movie?
1: No, I mean, I'm talking about in general, in general when oh, okay. they first greenlit Venom for which I still the Tobey like to see Venom. You haven't seen Venom yet? The movie? Yeah, no. Really? I haven't. I've seen it. it. It wasn't too disappointing.
0: Well, I read synopsises about it, and I I can say I
1: wasn't super impressed, but like I've been seeing it, so I can. not So see I've seen it, and I only watched it once. Like most. Superhero movies, I'll watch it. You know, I'll maybe let it sit in my head for a couple of days, and yeah. I'll watch it again. So Venom one of those I've only seen once, um, just because it wasn't like super interesting. There wasn't yeah. too much to see, and I knew it's because it's Sony. It's not really going to tie into anything. So I mean, it is now. Important? It is now. But when I saw it, it wasn't. Yeah. So which was it? was a, it was a nice movie setting up venom it was kind of nice to see that sony is at the time was trying to kind of emulate the feeling of a marvel movie because they kept some of the humor in there and they wanted to do a deal like they wanted to do they times, wanted but, basically creative licensing yeah they wanted there. everything and, and you're Disney's not going like, you're not gonna no. no you're not moving disney up. that <laughs> so the movie itself was pretty cool to see venom done right um However, the biggest thing, uh, the biggest miss opportunity they had in that movie, Mm. is not making it rated R. Oh, absolutely! Everyone that was was their biggest thing. So now, when I was in the movie, yeah, I totally lost that train of thought. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Even some of the fight scenes, like I, I wasn't expecting Venom to be super gory. Say like Deadpool. Yeah, right. I wasn't expecting to see Venom's tendrils just stabbing through people. Oh, you know, oh, yes. that wasn't my expectation for the movie, so I wasn't too disappointed in that aspect. However, that being said, to see that on the big screen would have been amazing. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, to see an unfiltered Venom. We still, we still have Carnage coming up, right? So there's, there's hope. There's talk about them making that rated R. They bet- Cletus Cassidy is literally a serial killer. How do you not make that R off the bat? I don't know, man. They got The Symbiote
0: is made out of the venom, like symbiote combined with the dude's blood. Like yeah. his his entire symbiote is made of his blood. Right. Like how do you not make that R? I mean you you should. But
1: um You should. Okay. So I was just looking that. at
0: this and Marvel refuses to say whether or whether or not Jamie Foxx will be in it. So that leads me to believe he'll be in it. They're just like they have no comment, and it's like, well, if you have no comment, you're kind of making a comment.
1: Like, well, I'll have to try and find that video that I watched last this night.
0: Well, hold on, let me see.
1: I'm if I can find time. my phone, yeah. Look when that was posted, because I just watched this last night. I put my
0: Oh, this was posted this morning at eleven fifty four a.m.
1: Oh wow. Okay. So that's probably newer than anything I had, obviously, if I watched the last
0: one. Yeah. So it's saying that, you know, there was talks about it and but the only confirmed cast that's returning is like um obviously May, Mary Jane, uh Jay Jonah. Like all Okay, so moving on, since we're talking about movie and TV, do you wanna just move on to D C movie TV then next? Sure, we can do that. I don't know
1: too much about it, but I've got a bit I, I i don't follow dc as dc much. as much because what they're doing is just blatantly trying to catch up to marvel they are and it's not gonna work there you know i would rather dc stop trying to be a bunch of greedy bastards and get on the whole bus like marvel's created a whole universe we get mm-hmm. everybody wanted to do that and you're not doing it great but what they're trying to still do is they're constantly trying to rush these movies out to make it seem like there's all this continuity, like Marvel has, right. and there isn't. If they would just respectfully slow down and yes. make a decent movie, yes. I think they would. They won't catch up, but at least they'll get the, boat, the, the ball like, rolling. They should do what Marvel did, in that
0: they didn't like, like they had overall a grand master plan. Uh-huh. They're like. We want to make this huge universe, but they started with, they started with Iron Man and they're like, all right, this is a standalone
1: movie. Well, technically nothing, speaking, well, I don't want to correct you or nothing, sound like you're, an ass. You're fine. Technically they started with Edward Norton's Hulk. Well, actually, no, they didn't
0: because Tony Stark showed up at the end of Incredible Hulk. Right. And that was after the Avengers initiative was started. Yes, and the Avengers. They initiative. were putting
1: together a team, and but the Avengers
0: they, Initiative was started in Iron Man two.
1: Okay, no, you're right. So, so the, what they did is they went back and they canonized a lot of things from Edward Norton's. Yeah. So this is this is the this is the timeline.
0: So Iron Man did every did his start at the end of that. That's when Sam Jackson shows up in his apartment, and I remember. I remember. Oh no, yeah. to remember <laughs> those videos on the internet, it was all shady and dark and shit, like it was terrible quality. Yeah. And you just saw like this like like grainy just Samuel L. Jackson sitting in a chair and like yeah. he starts talking about the Avengers initiative to him kinda. Yeah.
1: And then and it that was send shivers down your spine. It's like, and I can't then believe we're Incredible
0: Hulk this. came out. Right. And then Tony showed up at the end of that. Right. I and mean, like he Talk to Thaddeus and he's like, Yeah, so I heard you got a problem or whatever else. Yeah, and then Iron Man 2 came out, and then that's when they told Tony that he was not a, a good fit for the uh, Avengers initiative, right? And then that's where everything just kind of started connecting the dots, right?
1: All but, right, so you, you said you said the buzzword, at least my buzzword, uh, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, yeah, what do you Right. What do you think the chances of us getting a red Hulk in the Marvel cinematic universe? Yeah. I think it's strong. You think that's the story? I think it's strong
0: because they brought him all he has not been in any movies, but they brought him all the way back from Incredible Hulk into Endgame.
1: Right. They not only that, is they brought him back into Black Widow as well. Yeah. So the fact that they brought this actor who hadn't been in any other movies
0: from that from two thousand 2009 I don't remember when Incredible Hulk released but brought him all the way into this decade without saying a word
1: Right, same actor well he was in no he wasn't something before that he was in uh, Civil War
0: oh yeah for the Peace Treaty yeah
1: Yeah. the Sokovia Accords Um, right so he was in Civil War and that was
0: 2016 I believe
1: right so they, they keep bringing him back, but in none of those movies have they... Showed his obsession with the Hulk? Showed that his obsession with the Hulk. Now you kind of get a, a glimpse of his obsession... With controlling heroes? <laughs> right, in, in Civil War. Yeah. But he does bring up the Hulk in Civil War. Yeah, because he's a rage machine saying, and he's like, we need right, to control him. We need to control that. So that kind of, I think, foreshadows it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a nod... To people, who, if you know, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. You know? But I would absolutely welcome the Red Hulk into the MCU. hmm And I... Could you imagine? Well, and A that, full-length video of just two Hulks just hulking it out. And that
0: absolutely opens the door for a Mark Ruffalo Hulk. Like, right. scandalized. Where he's not just like, well, that's what I'm talking Thor about. Thor Ragnarok. It, it, absolutely. Which don't get me wrong, I loved Ragnarok. I loved oh, yeah. him in that too. He played
1: like they gave good screen time. I yes, that's one of the reasons I. Now there's a whole thing with me yeah, and I Ragnarok, know, I know. right? I think I, we covered yes. that maybe last time. We went over. So that. <laughs> the one thing I liked first before I really warmed up to Ragnarok was the fact that they gave Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner some screen time, so you can really oh, kind of get the character development. And kind of, like, you can really... See how he connected with the Beast. Right. You can see how he is... Because most of the time, he just had some, you know, nerdy scientist lines and stuff. You know, when he was with Tony, Age of Ultron, and, and, you know, the first Avengers. Um, I mean, Age of Ultron was nice, too, because then you got to see his relationship with Nat a little bit, too. Right. So
0: that was nice, but you... Barely got a glimmer.
1: Right. And then in Ragnarok, he got a lot of screen time, and you got to see him kind of freaking out, kind of see how neurotic he could be. Right. Which was really cool, because most of the time, Bruce Banner is portrayed as, you know, somebody who's calm, collected, and everything. But now you see that he's been the Hulk for two years. He's neurotic and freaked out, and he's still right. not turning into the Hulk. He's and just... then,
0: so like that, and then, so he he's had a, you know, come to think of it, I'm just thinking about it right now. He had a really good character arc. Starting from the original Avengers movie. Right. Like he was this guy afraid of the Hulk. Right. And then, you know, going forward, he could kind of like control it, but like he needed help. And then after Age of Ultron, um, he lost control when he was in yeah. uh what the fuck was that? Uh Sakar. Yeah. When he was in Sakar, he lost control and the Hulk took over. Right. And then like going into Infinity War into Endgame. Mm-hmm. They coalesced.
1: Right. No, it's definitely a good character arc without having his own movie. They really did it. It's really did him justice. And I think. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's impressive. That had to be a topic of discussion with Kevin Feige and everybody else, all the higher ups.
0: He is such a
1: good, like, coordinator. And not only that, he has such a vision. You can tell that Kevin Feige has been a Marvel fan since he was a kid. Absolutely. they I don't want to cover. I don't want to say absolutely, but I would like you know. I would say is, maybe since he was a kid, like maybe since he right. was like you know. But you can tell he's a fan. And yeah. you can There is he's done everything he can to give every character he's put in his movie justice. Now yes. there might be some that people disagree with. There, I know there's some that I disagree with that he didn't do justice. Um, like choices, the first one that comes to mind is actually Scarlet Witch. Um, the whole reason is because. Age of is my favorite one. And I know everybody hates that one, but I've watched it millions of times. And what gets me from because I go from watching, you know, Endgame, the newest one, yep. to going back and watching these ones. And I'll tell you, the first time I did that, it was like right after I saw Endgame. It was like, okay, I want to see how they meet Scarlet Witch and everything, just to go back to Vision, Wanda's and Vision's story, mm-hmm. because that's going to be coming up on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I wanted to rewatch it and kind of get a, you know, deeper feeling for it. And boy, did it shock me when I realized that Wanda had a heavy accent in Age of Ultron. Yeah, a heavy, heavy accent, and it's because she was Sokovian, right? But it's completely gone in all these other movies.
0: Yeah, no. I know. I, it's yeah. I I feel like when they were doing Infinity War and Endgame, they were more focused on like the action of it, right. And they were less focused
1: on the nuances of it. I, I think she just... I think—I don't know if I heard this or if it's just what I'm thinking. But I think she hated and she struggled to do the accent. Which so is- they got rid of it. But one of my favorite jokes to come out of that, I guess, instance where they kind of retconned the character. Yeah. Was when she fought Thanos in Endgame. And she almost had him. Yeah. I heard somebody say a joke. She's like... She almost killed Thanos as bad as she killed her accent. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, at least everybody else noticed. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just me. And, I mean, like, again, how could you not notice that? Going from Endgame and then going to watch Age of Ultron again? Yeah. Which, I will say, like, I
0: feel like Age of Ultron doesn't get the credit it deserves because it introduced Wakanda. Right. And Claw. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um... It introduced vibranium.
1: Well, and here's the thing that I didn't notice until I saw it on the video I watched last night. Yeah. Is it sets it it, it kind of nods to the past Tony Stark. Yeah, because, because you saw
0: Stark Industries weaponry.
1: That not only that, it's when Ultron goes to meet with Claw. Yeah. And Ultron says something, I forget the quote, but Claw goes, Wait a minute, Tony Stark used to say that. And that's an odd. Oh, Back to when Claw and Tony Stark used to run weapons together. Oh, yeah. And I, I totally, that, until somebody brought it up to me. Yeah, back when he was in the weapons industry. Right. Um, because Tony wasn't just
0: giving weapons. No, he was selling it to anyone who'd
1: buy. He was selling it to the highest bidder. Yeah, he didn't care.
0: Okay, so, a okay. stray away from Marvel.
1: Yeah, we can talk about that all day. We, I know. We don't want to be too biased. Sorry to any Marvel
0: fans. <laughs> Uh, so, first off, like, I know we talked about this a little bit, um, but uh, there has been an actor chosen for Hawkman to appear in the Black Adam movie with The Rock. Yep. Uh, Aldous Hodge, uh, do you know anything about him?
1: I know nothing of him. I've okay. s- I saw pictures, and I saw that they okayed him. So, let me go ahead and uh, throw some roles at you. I also don't really know a lot about Hawkman, The What I know about Hawkman is because of... lady or hawk woman from the Justice League TV show whatever the fuck. If you want
0: to see more about them, like if you want to watch a show and like learn about their history I would suggest Legends of Tomorrow.
1: I can't say that I'm super interested.
0: It's hard to watch. I will tell you for a fact, it is hard to watch, especially if you're not that into DC. It's hard to watch. Listen, I was in but it's cool.
1: I can't say I'm super interested and like I said, get that dildo out of your mouth. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> what I know about Hawkman is what I know from the Justice League back in maybe the early two thousands, like the animated, the animated, okay, one. made for kids. Yeah. Uh, and I was a huge DC fan when I was a kid. Like, like I said, I, I grew up with uh, the animated Batman in the nineties, right? Yeah, the dark, so, amazing, right. ready
0: Mark Hamill Joker.
1: Yeah. So Ooh. the the probably one of the best animated Batman's ever, or the the animated Batman. The. Um, and Batman Beyond was a great. So I, you know I was always a Batman fan, up until Batman, <laughs> Batman <fan. laughs> um, up until about high school when these Marvel movies started coming out, and then you you uh, I, I kind of popped was... over yeah because I like the dark grittiness of DC, but. Once Marvel kind of had this big continuity, yeah, and all set it up. Draws you I, in. I just started getting interested. I mean, I've always because it's more of a story. I've always liked, right? I've always liked Spider-Man. I've always liked, you know, all these people. But when I was a kid, the only superheroes I knew were Spider-Man, Batman, Wolverine, and Superman. See, like I lucked out. I had a brother who was born in the eighties, like
0: the era of like. So comics. he had all the good stuff. He literally has like, um, milk crates full of comics and um so i got a glimpse into it that's what got me into comics and then like i literally have researched so many different things i've read so many different comics and like iterations like that's why i'm i love yeah see
1: my my introduction it wasn't that way what i the only reason i knew about superheroes because i'd watch them on tv Mm -hmm. when i was a kid i had no idea that comic where to get comic books i didn't know You know, but where I grew up, really, there wasn't really anywhere to get them. Right. It wasn't that kind of town. And then, like, it was past the era of comics, so like, right. you couldn't
0: just go to a convenience store and have that spinning rack with right. comic books on it, which yeah. sucks.
1: You had to go to a comic store,
0: which are hard or to a find game
1: them. store, yep. which, you know. Every once in a while you'd see a comic book at maybe the GameStop over there. But it would suck because like it just be you're just some kind in the of... middle
0: of a comic. Like these, these books right. like follow like a series, so it's like you get one in the middle and you're just like, What the fuck's happening?
1: And when you'd get one from the GameStop anyway, it's not even a con- it's not even canon to where the comics are at at the time. Absolutely. It was yeah. just a promo for some video game they were gonna be in. Yeah. Uh can't say that happened often but that was that was pretty much my introduction and i didn't start getting into comic books until i was about in high school yeah and, and that's, that's when, when it was i was easier to introduced them. to marvel so of course because i didn't know marvel too much i i dove in elbow oh, deep yeah. you know and then <laughs> i discovered deadpool
0: and that's when it all and that started.
1: solidified my love <laughs> for marvel i connect with deadpool on a spiritual level
0: He's your spirit animal. And like it, anytime you have a decision to make, like moral or not, you're just like, what, I, would, what Deadpool
1: would Deadpool do? do? And half of the time it has to do with cutting my arm off, and I can't do that. W Y D D. Right, what would Deadpool do? And it's just better that my future husband Ryan Reynolds is playing Deadpool. So Ryan let's... Reynolds,
0: if you're listening, just be warned. He's coming for you.
1: Only every night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he is an inspiration. <laughs> um,
0: anyways,
1: this Hodge for Hawkman. Um, How do we get to that? So We went from Hawkman to me being gay for Deadpool. It was a long tangent, but we got there. Um, I feel like I just woke up in a horse-drawn wagon. Ah, so you're awake. He's
0: been in some prominent roles. Well, uh, okay, not prominent, but prominent movies. I was going to say, I've never heard of this man. He was in to start Big Mama's House. He oh, played Jesus a small Christ. role in it, but he was in Big Mama's House. Happy Feet, he played various voices. So, okay. he doesn't have like any one voice. He was various people. So, he, it's easy as he started as a voice actor then. I guess like kind of yeah. Okay. Then straight out of Compton. Oh really? He played MC Ren.
1: Well, that just shows you how wide I am because I haven't seen that movie.
0: Good movie. And then, you know, this is just for me and for any other nerds out there who like watching anything nerdy. He was in Supernatural as Jake Tally, which um, I'll give you a quick little synopsis. So, the very first season into the second season, um, essentially, like, there's this big overlying plot that there's this demon that's trying to make a demon army. Mm -hmm. And he needs one human that's been infected with demon blood to lead his army. Okay. And so he infects a bunch of like babies when they're like born with demon blood so they can grow up with it in them. And the main character, one of the main characters, Sam is infected. And then like he gets teleported to this town. It's a ghost town with like four or five other people. And essentially they have to kill each other to decide who's going to be that general for the demon army. Um, uh, is character, Jake Talley, ends up killing Sam by stabbing him in the spine. Spoilers if you haven't seen
1: season one think of it's Supernatural. Little, I think it's a little late, because I haven't finished season one yet. Yeah,
0: sorry. Um,
1: <laughs> there's 16
0: seasons, so you're a little behind.
1: It's okay. I started... In, okay. The reason I started Supernatural is for one dumb reason. Oh, please tell me it's a girl. No. <laughs> Damn. Okay. It's not even one of the guys either. Uh... I wanted to see the episode where they open up a locker and a cat runs out. Oh,
0: and he screams and like he a girl. And he screams
1: like a girl. Yeah. That's the only... Because I wanted to see it in... Context? Context. Oh, Because it's I've so. only seen the video on... Yeah. No, it's know, definitely really funny. As a meme.
0: And I, I will say... I, well, knowing you as a person, I don't know how much of this attention the series would keep you. But being a person, I know you're interested in the supernatural Uh um um but anyways i know you're interested in the occult in that manner and they go through all kinds of different like ghosts demons different monsters lycanthrope shifters like from what
1: i've seen so far really the only thing i remember is a lady on the ceiling enveloped in flames yeah that's their mom okay because so, she caught the demon feeding Sam
0: um, his blood.
1: Okay, so yeah. So that's what I remember. And that's think, essentially
0: what starts their father on the path of being like a monster hunter. And, right. And them later on.
1: Right, so this is definitely a show that I've been sleeping on. For sure. Oh yeah, no. Obviously. Absolutely.
0: I mean, I didn't start watching it until it was like in its like between 10 and 12th season. And right. like I started watching, I'm like, damn, this is good shit. Right. The only problem with it is, like, it's not a show to watch if you don't like melodrama. Right. Because it's a lot of, but family yeah. kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, it's definitely kind of got a campiness to where but it's, it's a almost TV like show. a Lifetime movie.
0: Yeah, but it's a TV show, so you can't really ask a whole lot. Especially since Dean, one of the main characters, is... Dean was from uh, Don't Be Mad at Me. If I get it wrong, but he was in a soap opera. I think it was The Young and the Restless. Yeah, so that's where he was at for a while. So he has that can't be acting, but being in soap operas is a good way to be an actor, like learn to act. Right. Because like they get a new script every day, and they're like, "All right, here's your script. That's what we're doing today." Right. Like they don't get to like memorize this shit like within like a week or like a month or anything like that it's like this is what we're doing all right let's go
1: so and that's the main reason it didn't keep my attention no and it's because because i was saying like knowing
0: you i know you wouldn't be like into that initially
1: and i you know what um i started watching supernatural i started it about three years ago and i've just never kept um, up with it yeah. like every once in a while i hear something about it and i'll start an episode and then you're like this right, that and the enough. other or i'll get caught up in doing something else right right so you'll be watching you'll be on your phone you'll be the only whatever. thing that like you said because you know me as a person the only thing that really keeps my attention is the supernatural stuff yes but of course that's not happening every minute every, in the movie yeah. and it, and they're not always being funny either so it's all it's right when it starts hitting that kind of campy soap opera feel yeah. is when i lose interest and i shut it off and that's, I get it. I need like a supercut of Supernatural. It's just Supernatural the funny supercut. and the scary parts. <laughs> Supernatural supercut. Sounds like a weird haircut. Yeah, maybe I should try it sometime. <laughs> um. Okay, but anyways. Fun fact it's just a mohawk, but it's just off center. I, I've seen that. <laughs> that's sad. <laughs>
0: um, it's so- a
1: mohawk, but it goes horizontal across your head not so with,
0: with that it. being said like I, I mean i don't really have much else like that that he's been in some good roles so like he's a promising actor hawk um like i won't bore you with the whole hot like the synopsis of the story of Hawkman, hawk girl is like they date all the way back to um like ancient egypt um this meteor fell and oh let me rephrase it. This. this meteor fell in the age of caveman and that's when um what the hell is his name uh Do you remember the guy who ran the Legion of Doom, something savage? Oh. And he's like a super old dude who can't he's like immortal. Something yeah. savage. I Something savage, I can't remember. But he's linked to them. He touched this meteor that fell to the earth and like he gained immortality, intense like intelligence yeah. like and um then that same thing happened and the original Hawkman and Hawk Girl came into contact with it, got the same thing, but then they fell into a cycle of him killing them over and over again to nice. keep his power. And every time they die and get reincarnated,
1: uh-huh.
0: they lose their memories and have to regain them.
1: Interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. like
0: I said. and that's how it kind of connects to Black Adam because he's from okay. Kandak, which is right. essentially like ancient Egypt, but yeah. like a secret ancient. Yeah, I
1: know. Egypt. I know more about yeah. Black Adam and that
0: and Shazam, and, yeah. right? Than I know Their about Hawkman. Yeah. So that's that's just a quick little synopsis. I mean, there's like a couple like errors in my explanation, but like that's without going too deep into detail. But there you go. Right. <laughs> that's how that that they're connected. All um, right,
1: next guy. You want to talk about John Cena? John Cena. We talked about the Suicide well, Squad last time. I want to
0: push that to the side. John Cena um, is the Peacemaker. Or not the Peacemaker, but Peacemaker. Right. Um, which is getting its own series on HBO Max? one of the HBOs? HBO yeah. has like a million fucking different things. I don't care. Um, Wait, he's getting his same? own series on HBO. Titular character, the name Peacemaker. Right. Um, eight episodes. And it's going to be an origin story to Peacemaker, so pre-The Suicide Squad. Okay. Um, So that just shows the investment they're making in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Right. Which, for anybody who doesn't know, not a sequel, completely separate from the original. They're reusing some actors, you know, in Amanda Waller, uh, Harley Quinn, Captain right. Boomerang. I don't know who else.
1: I, I'm just upset. But... Uh... Cara Delevingne's not going to be in it.
0: I didn't, well, the Enchantress? They, well, they couldn't put her in it. Because of the whole plot of the first one. Right. Because she was essentially the villain.
1: I know. Because but... then, if they did that, they'd have to retcon like, everything. I just wanted to see her again, that's right. all. I, know. <laughs> I guess i got to keep watching Valerian.
0: <laughs> um. But anyways... So, to me, that just shows the level of investment they're putting into James Gunn's version of the movie. So, I think that's a little bit more promising that HBO, if HBO is investing in right. you know there's some something going on.
1: Well, it. I mean, they'd be stupid not to. First of all... And also John Cena. First of all, James Gunn, you DC got what they wanted. Yeah, they, they got, got a somebody, great
0: actor. Or I mean a great
1: director. So they got not only that, they got somebody who've been who's been working with Marvel and knows how to do this stuff. Because that's what I like I said before, DC's trying to catch up to them. Yes. So once they heard that James Gunn got what they do? Kick him out or something or other? Uh yeah, when Disney when Disney acquired them, yeah. they
0: saw like I don't know what they do. I don't know if a fan found it and was like, hey, look at this. Or if Disney just goes through the archives of Twitter, but they found one of James Gunn's old tweets and it was semi-racist, I think. Yeah. I I you know, don't quote me mean, on this. I mean who
1: gives a damn if James but, Gunn um, is well first of all And this was 10 I 10 don't years condone ago. it. This was ten years ago. Right. So they're pulling this out of the fucking weeds. Right. Well that's just culture these days. He's a director. It's uh, reveal culture. I fucking hate right. it. It's, and it's it is promoting it
0: cancel culture, which is bullshit.
1: But anyway, DC got James Gunn, somebody who got kicked out of Marvel, so who's been working with them and knows how to make a superhero movie. So DC got what they wanted, and they're going to take it and run.
0: Oh, absolutely. Now
1: that being said, that Marvel let James Gunn back in, he's not going to be working on any more DC movies after this one, right? Because because you know he signed that contract for Guardians of Galaxy like Three. Your right, we own you now. So they're gonna try and take whatever James is gonna do with that movie and milk it for what it's worth and but I feel like and this is the thing
0: too, regardless of like him signing on to Marvel again, I think he'll give it his all for the suicide squad, yeah, and I think that'll make it a good movie.
1: Oh yeah, I don't think that he's gonna Skimp slack out. on it yeah. I, I don't he's he's a fan of superhero movies yes. Uh, and I'm sure there's many directors out there who would love to work on both DC and Marvel because there's people out there who don't take a side. Right. As you shouldn't. And I, you know, I distinctly
0: don't feel like, even like, well, Disney, but no. I, Disney obviously takes the side of Marvel, and Disney takes its own side. But I feel like right. anybody who's working in the industry doesn't take a distinct side of Marvel versus DC. Oh, absolutely. They just, like, they happen to be chosen for whatever. They don't take a distinct, like, side between Marvel and DC. Like, I feel like anybody who is in a role where they're directing, writing, producing, acting, I feel like they just have an appreciation for the role as well as, like, comics in general. Right. Uh, you know the corporations who own them obviously are like, No, you you like DC or no, you like Marvel. Like I went it. a
1: long time a long part of my life not knowing that there were two there were different comics. I think that's you know yeah. like I just thought superheroes were superheroes and Batman right. and Spider Man and all that is all the same thing. Right. You know, it wasn't until I got a little bit older and started getting into the comics and stuff that I realized, oh, there's Marvel and DC. They all have their own roots, and they all do things a little bit differently. But I would say the only way that I would deem myself a Marvel fan over a DC fan nowadays is just because I feel like Marvel as a company now kind of has their shit together. And I mean, they've been DC, up and down throughout. They, uh, yeah. Marvel didn't always know how to make yeah marvel didn't always know how to make movies no and they also there was a time where it's like hey i want to make a marvel movie that people and investors would laugh at you oh absolutely no back before
0: the 90s if you said you wanted to make a comic book movie they'd be like what's wrong with you no one's gonna watch that right
1: (laughs) like i at least want to do just a little sit down and maybe a review about the First Avengers movie? I mean, the first first Avengers. No, no, no. Movie. you
0: want to talk about a movie? Look at the first Captain America movie. Oh my god, yeah, that was With a the motorcycle super, yes. helmet. That was a <laughs> super campy and B like just awful. He stole cars.
1: It, He's right. like, hey, look, and he stole fucking cars. <laughs> Did Did the you, see, you see that bird over there? <laughs> <laughs> you see that bird over there? So, um, yeah, I would definitely like to sit down and watch those movies and maybe like do a review about it. No, yeah, that. be um, cool. I just want to see... Coming soon to a podcast near you. I, I, I want to see the first Avengers movie they did back in, the, I think, the 70s. Yeah. Where Oof. they made Thor look like this Norwegian... like <laughs> Oh, it was so bad. Like, they just made him look like a Viking. They didn't even try to make him look like a Norse god or anything like that. He was just a Viking. And then Iron Man was a red trash can with, yeah. with yeah. silver pipe noodle arms. It was bad. I mean, like...
0: Even at the time, that was just bad.
1: Right. Um, there, there was a. And that was just the climate for superhero movies back then. You know? It was like, right. if you wanted to make it happen, you had to be super passionate and basically pay for it yourself. I mean, yeah. You know, and it was definitely not the tr- cash cow it is. They tried,
0: but there wasn't anything there to do much. And people
1: with. weren't passionate about it back then.
0: No. Um,. So, the next thing I want to talk about is... So, two things. But they're both dealing with Batman. Um, So, to go along with origin stories, um, HBO's also making another spinoff for The Batman. Okay. It's going to be a prequel to The Batman. Which, there isn't any plot released about The Batman aside from the trailer you saw. So, it doesn't give you a time frame as to when it takes place. Obviously, like... Continuity-wise, they say the Batman is connected to the Batman that's in Justice League. Okay. From what I've heard, anyways. So, this obviously takes place way before that, because Robert Pattinson is considerably younger than Ben Affleck. (laughs) Um, So, from what I'm guessing, the Batman... I'll talk about this more after. But the Batman's taking place in, like, Batman Year One. Okay. That's what I'm guessing. But anyways, the prequel is more so about Gotham PD and, like, how Gotham got to be as bad as it is when he becomes Batman.
1: That's interesting.
0: But with that being said, I'm kind of confused. Like, I guess, like, I guess this is more of, like, a movie time. Like, they want to do, like, an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of thing. Uh-huh where it's connected to the movies and like stuff that happens in the movies affects the show or something like that I don't know. But the show Gotham already did this. Right. Like it showed James Gordon rising up to where he is and it essentially was Gotham PD and it showed like the birth of like Batman as a child and like where he went. Um so just I guess the concept of them making another Gotham PD kind of show is kind of weird to me but
1: yeah, I'll still like, watch it. Like, are they going to use Gotham <laughs> as canon? Or are they just going to scrap that? Because Gotham totally was a great thing. show. Right. I, I watched maybe a few episodes of it here and there, but I never really got into it. Um, yeah. I didn't watch
0: like the last season or two of it.
1: So, but. I heard it was really good. People liked it. Um, new fans and old fans alike liked the show. Yeah. So, I think DC would be stupid <laughs> to not canonize at least... A Most of, of that, yeah. you know, because and especially if they're going to go along the same route and basically call it Gotham they would, PD, yeah, it, it was basically the same thing. Yeah, um, they'd have to do something different. Hopefully, if they want to overwrite everything they did in Gotham, they're just starting from square one, and you got to do better than that now. So, with that being said,
0: like, there's no information really about it because, like, there's not even a release date for it, right? There's no cast that I'm aware of. It's just so, a concept right now. Yeah, but HBO signed the paper saying we're gonna do this. Yeah. So that's just a thing. So that leads us into the Batman. <clears throat> and I wanna talk about who the real villain is in the Batman. Alright. Um <clears throat> so widespread, there's three distinct rumors on who the main villain's gonna be.
1: Okay. So And
0: that spawns from that card in the scene with the riddle. Okay.
1: So, the three people they're thinking is... Let me guess. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I obviously know the first one, which is Hush. Oh, Hush, (laughs) Okay, because when they first released that leak of the guy covered in duct tape... Yes. um, Everybody started saying Hush. Because that's his trademark. Right, and then when they started seeing, like, the ramblings, the scribbles and stuff on the walls, on the card and everything, people started jumping at the Riddler. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, now they're back to saying it's hush. Who's the third person they think it is? Joker. They really think they're going to go into the Joker. And that's that's the
0: thing that people are saying also is like, they've done the Joker how many times? Right. Like, there was a Joker in Gotham. There was a Joker in um, The Dark Knight. There was a Joker in um, The Original Batman. There was a Joker in Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. There was. uh... Oh.
1: No, I feel like I'm forgetting one, but whatever. But there was so many iterations of Joker. Well, you can just name them by the actors. So you had one uh um, the original Batman Caesar Batman. Romero. Yeah. You know, the the mustachio Joker. Um you had Jack Nicholson. Yep. Heath Ledger. Yep. You had um Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Uh Joaquin Phoenix, that was the other one. And Joaquin Phoenix. So so there's We've been had so many. many. It's a good character not saying that they can't do another one. I just think, you know, it's too soon in the way that they just did one in Suicide Squad. Well, It failed. And I think you're going to burn people out if you keep trying to do it over and over again. This is what I think. They should follow
0: the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Where every Spider-Man they showed... Uncle Ben dying and him getting his powers and all this stuff. Yeah. With the Tom Holland Spider Man, when he was introduced in Civil War, they didn't show him getting his powers in Homecoming. Right.
1: They didn't show Uncle Ben dying. They assume that the audience already knows who exactly. he is. Exactly. So, like, went with that. we
0: can skip the Joker thing. Like, we get it. Joker's been around since Batman's been around. They're foils for each other. We get it. Right. Um, so, I think that's the idea. For so, what? what's making people think it's, think the, Joker? it's the Joker? Because of the Joker. Do you remember the riddle? No. What do liars do? I think it was something like that. What what do what do dead liars do or something like that? I don't... But the punchline is they lie down. Yeah. So like it's a play on words and it's a joke. So because it's a joke, that's what leads them to think it's the joker. But then the original thing is a riddle, so that's what leads them to think it's the riddler. Right. And then the character himself was wrapped up in bandages, which is Hush's signature look, right? Because like none of his other villains really do that. Right. So like between like, and he's tries to hide his identity, Hush, and then also between his self surgeries, he bandages himself to heal.
1: Yeah. So there's that. Those are the three theories. I I got. I would be excited to see another Joker, although I do think it's too soon. It would all have to do with who they got to play it. You know. Yeah. Everybody was super excited to see the Joker in Suicide Squad played by Jared Leto. I wasn't. Now I saw him and let, I wasn't. Because do you, like do you that, remember that when they first announced Jared Leto as the Joker? Yes. People were excited, all this, that, the other to see the Joker. I'm do sorry. you remember when they released the picture of him dressed up as the Joker first? I do. I, I remember when he had the tattoos and everything. I remember the exact picture it was horrible it was horrible the grill the fan yeah the fans hated that the grill they hated the tattoos all that stuff then i remember a picture coming out where they photoshopped all the tattoos the grill and everything off yeah and it looked fine so but people were going around saying like oh yeah no we we took the tattoos out of the movie and all they, that stuff and they never did With that being said, I did do
0: some research, and it was some deep research. Um, Jared Leto's Joker is actually based on an iteration of the Joker. Okay. And it's very, 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 I won't say spot on, but very similar. Yeah. Like, very close. Okay. So, it is based in comic canon, what they used for him. Okay. Okay. But it was only used, as far as I know, in one stream of comics. So it's not a like, huge Joker that they used. Right. So that just tells me that Suicide Squad wasn't meant to be part of canon anyways.
1: So... Or was it DC just trying to look cool and use like a little... Right. And just try to use a not very well-known comic and turn yeah. it into a movie? Because, I mean, that's what Guardians of the Galaxy was. Yeah, but I don't. It think... wasn't a big thing, and then James Gunn did it, and it was a huge thing, and then they got popular. But I don't think that James Gunn set out to take a lesser-known comic and make a huge movie about it. I feel like he was a fan of it. Yeah, and he had this vision that he wanted to do it, and Chris, and Pratt he wanted it to, to do life. it for himself. Mm-hmm. Right, but there was I think... no
0: character in that cast, and I hate to say it, like even um, what's her name, Harley you... Quinn, who. Uh, who plays Harley Quinn? What can I think of her name? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Even her, like, she's a great actress and she plays a great Harley Quinn. But like, she's not the kind of person to be like, "Oh my God, that's her." She's in yeah. the room. like. She brings it. Like, I if that's, I didn't see her in another movie, I'd be like, "Okay, whatever, that's fine." She
1: did a good role, and that's it. That's the thing. I, I personally, what I like about Marvel comics or the MCU, their characters the DCEU, are meticulously born picked. to play that character. Yes, I mean, you don't look at. Robert Downey Jr. and say no, that never could be Iron Man. No, you, you don't see look him and at, you
0: call him right. You, you call don't him Tony Stark.
1: At, you don't look at Chris Evans and you don't say, "Hey, that man can't be Captain America." No, you
0: don't look at Chris Evans and think, "Oh, Human Torch."
1: <laughs> right? You think Captain America? Now. <laughs> yeah. Although he was, I think he, he was, was a fun. Good. Human he torch. was a fun Human Torch. Yeah, I did no, like I him as a Human Torch, but the movies were terrible. I feel like Captain America suits him a little better. It does. I like it I, I think I like it when Chris Evans doesn't talk. Like he can just be Captain America. Language. Right. I I like him as that kind of character. But then you get into the like D C and There's, it's like, like Harley Quinn, Christian you look at Bale her, like he Christian Bale and you look at these characters it's like, okay, I know they're actors dressed up as superheroes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But where you look at the Marvel, the MCU, you look at Chris Pratt, you look at Robert Downey Jr., it's like, holy crap, that is Star-Lord, or hey, that is Iron Man.
0: I think what lies in what makes them their characters is they act like their characters in real life. Like, that's who they are. Right. and Like, they put
1: themselves into the character, whereas, like, DC, they just become the character. And I think that's it. They're approaching their casting as just casting. But I think is I, Marvel like looking at people's personality and going, "Oh my god, that could totally be this," and they, right. they kind of look like him too. But I also think a lot of the problem lies in
0: like DC Comics is more outlandish. You know what I like? Do you know what I mean? Like their character models in the comics are just like there'd be no real person
1: like that. Well, yeah, I, it's, that's definitely one of the good aspects of DC Comics, though. Like it because more of a it's comic. right. It's more like it's not based in reality. You know, DC, they have gritty dark comics, but you have like things like Superman and wonder woman. And they are all these outlandish characters right. with these powers where in the MCU, they were, most of them were normal people at one time, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. they were normal people at one time and they just obtained their superpowers where a lot of the people in the EU like, Wonder Woman, Superman, Aquaman—they were born that, they are yeah. that, and that's never going to change. Yeah. Um, but I think they're approaching their comic books all wrong. You know, they're trying to copy Marvel with yeah. their movie format, but your heroes aren't <clears throat> set up to be run like that, right? Um. So.
0: So, with the whole Joker, Hush, Riddler thing, mm-hmm. the only announced ca- cast who we have, like, like, useful cast members, I should say. Not not to say that, you know, extras aren't useful or, like, minor characters aren't useful, but, like, to the conversation, useful characters. um, We have the Penguin, Catwoman, the Riddler, Carmine Falcone, and James Gordon. And I will say who's playing them. Okay. So, the Penguin, Colin Farrell. Chef's kiss. <laughs> I cannot wait to see Colin Farrell as the penguin. It'll be so interesting. I want to see his take on it. Alright, next. <clears throat> Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Okay. I like I like that. I like that. Uh Paul Dano is the Riddler. I don't really know much about Paul Dano. Like I know he's been in a couple decent movies. Um, I don't know how fitted he is for the role, but whatever. Um John Tutoro as Carmine Falcone. I don't know who he is really, but like Carmine... Yeah. The fact that Carmine Falcone is in there shows me something. I'll just... I'll go through that in a minute. Um, and then Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon. And I want to point out, Jeffrey Wright is an African-American. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the Nick Fury swap. I like that. Because traditionally, Nick Fury... or I mean, James Gordon is a white, older guy. Right. And now he's a black guy. And I think that's great. Now... No,
1: I like that in the movies they 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 it's just like the comics. they'll, they'll switch the races of people they don't care, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're black or white. This character is this character and that's what we're yeah. going with. And as long as they
0: are that character
1: I love it. That's and all that matters. Actually when I was introduced to Nick Fury, you know, for the first time like I found out who Nick Fury was. Um, I started seeing more and more of them, and I'd see these, like black and white, and this, that, and the other, and, and I thought that eye was eyes switch eyes, right? And I thought that was super interesting because it kind of just made, well, first of all, it made continuity different, right? You can see what universe you were in, right? Um, but I, I don't know; it's just something that I liked about it. It mm-hmm. makes the character versatile, especially when you're making a movie. You're not held, you're not held down by the character. Right. There's so much you can do to work with it now. Um, but the fact that they're going with that, I think, is a nice change of pace Yeah. from just some old white police commissioner. Which, don't get me wrong, Gary Oldman, you are my Gordon. Who was that one? The Dark Knight The series. Dark Knight, yeah. Gary Oldman he, was a great Gordon. He was a great Gordon, and that's the one I like. Okay, let me ask you this. Who's your Alfred? It's got to be uh, Michael Caine. Yeah. It's got to be. That's my Alfred, too.
0: Like, if I think of uh, Alfred, that's the voice I hear in my head. Right. Um, so, now to go along with, like, stories. The fact that the Penguin's in this movie, the fact that the Riddler's in the movie, the fact that Carmine Falcone is in the movie. Now, let me ask you this, that being said.
1: Yeah. Don't you think that's a little too much in one movie? No. And I will get to that. All right. Um... I personally think it's too much.
0: So, Batman... uh, Between Batman Zero Year and Batman Year One, the comics, Mm -hmm. this is when Batman gets his start, and essentially the Riddler and um, the Penguin have essentially taken over the gangs of Gotham and pushed Carmine Falcone out. Like, they're... Like, that was before the age of supervillains and psychopaths. Mm-hmm. He, Carmine Falcone was like the mafia, regular fucking, like, you know, right. mob I'm not
1: business. too familiar, but I've heard the name. Uh, <laughs> and the only reason I've heard the name was because I played the video games. Yes. yeah. And he was in those, so... So he's the original, like, mob boss of God. Right, and when I think of Falcone, for some reason, I think of Black Mask. Which, he was also a mob boss, and then he went kind of psycho, too. Right. Well, I have this part of me that really wants to, like, like the Black Mask. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not, there's a lot of people that are probably not going to like me on this podcast because because. I'm not, you know, I didn't grow up and I don't know the OG people, you know, the, the comic book versions I was introduced in the video games and movies. Eh, whatever. But you know what? I'm not one of those people's who who plays sports on a game console. I'll go outside <laughs> and play if I want to. <laughs> so at least oh, I you got say you got a PlayStation
0: Five. What are you going to play on it? Oh, FIFA. Okay.
1: And I told you, there's people who are not going to like me. I just made that pool bigger. Yeah. Um. So, but anyway, I've always was interested in the Black Mask. Yeah. So when you say Falcone, I got excited. So, with that being said, I want to see Black Mask in a movie.
0: He's in uh, Birds of Prey. Doesn't count. Oh, all right.
1: <laughs> that movie doesn't exist.
0: All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, so zero year and year one pits Riddler and Penguin against each other, and they beat the ever living shit out of Batman because he's still a fledgling superhero, all right?
1: Um, and he wasn't trained by Ra's Al Ghul.
0: He, I believe, he was trained by the League of Assassins, but he still knew it. Like he's, he, Is he? Still doesn't really know what he's doing.
1: Now, this is going to be more like Tom educates John on comics podcast, but the original story arc of Batman, was he trained by the League of Assassins? Like, I'm not talking like the first Batman. I'm not talking, you know, the America's greatest superhero costume with wings on it. Right. I'm talking, and I'm not talking like Detective Comics. Yeah. I'm just talking like maybe from the 1990s on, Jesus fucking Christ. Um was he always trained by the League of Assassins? Was that always in a story arc? Is what I'm trying to ask. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like I didn't know if that was I'm a Batman. Because he always like this is what happened. I'm a lazy superheroes fan. Okay. This is this is what what happened in every iteration of Batman.
0: Parents died. Right. He got the fortune. He didn't want to accept anything. He traveled abroad. And that's when, like, he was trying to find out what he wanted to do. But he always wanted vengeance. He always wanted, like, to be the justice that Gotham didn't have. He, he so he always ended up finding someone to train him, and it always ended up being the League of Assassins.
1: Bruce Wayne did his white boy soul-searching backpack, which you know that leads finding... that leads into more what I want to talk about with okay, Batman. We'll leave it at that.
0: Um, but anyways, that's the story of like year zero, year year one is like Penguin and Riddler. Facing off each other, Batman in the middle, just getting beat around. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, so that is something we might see with the Batman. Um, and then the the note that says, like, you know, it's all about lying, and that's what Hush is all about. Like, he was Bruce Wayne's childhood friend. And they grew up together. And, like, as children, he was shown to be a great strategist. They played, like, okay. this strategy game where, like, he would always tell Bruce, like, this is what you should do. This is a good idea to do this move. And, like, he would he was, like, the reason that Bruce is so that's good at strategy cool. from I
1: age. know nothing of Hush. Uh, the, what I know of Hush is, A, I thought it was just that weird horror movie on Netflix.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's
1: it. <laughs> I mean, if you type Hush in, that's what you're going to find. Right. So... When people started saying, oh, my God, it's Hush, I was like, wait, does that mean that movie was technically a DC movie? <laughs> no, that's that wasn't the case. Um, but, you know, I started, I do recognize Hush, you know, from hanging out in a comic book shop. I've seen him. Yeah. It's just I don't know about the character. So that's, yeah. that's really cool to know that if they go that route, it's going to be a childhood friend of Bruce. Yeah, Which I think that's going to make it way just interesting at that. Yeah. However, my opinion differs to yours when it comes to too many people in one movie. But it does; de- it depends on how much screen time they get. Yes, absolutely. You and know? like what role they play, right? Like if it's like
0: they're playing this big character, but they're knocked out in the beginning. It's like, all right, fine, right? Like this is showing like that the person who's knocking them out of the movie essentially is like that big of a person.
1: Now, and, and I know I'm, I have an opinion, but it's more like the public's opinion. Cause I haven't seen the movie itself. Yeah. But we're going to go back to the Marvel, uh, the Spider-Man. Okay. Okay. How they had, how many three villains in the same movie? Uh, which one? The one with the electro and, um, Oh, uh, they had electro and
0: they had, um, they had green goblin near the end.
1: And. Well, and the third guy,
0: I'm trying to
1: remember. See, I didn't see it. But it anyway. this one had
0: the lizard in it.
1: Right. So, but anyway, the biggest complaint about that movie was that there was too many villains yeah. in that, and it just didn't have any really flow you to it. You
0: too many villains. Look at Spider-Man 3.
1: Well, yeah. That was poorly conceptualized. Well, nobody's arguing that. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, but so I'm just worried about, like, this new Batman, because I'm going to keep repeating myself. I'm a Batman fan. You know, he was my... F-
0: so, um, growing up, his father was very abusive. His mother uh, took it, and she just didn't help out at all. Like,
1: he, his father abused him and his mother. I'm still stuck on my ass lashes. No, you're fine. Between Two Beards, brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please, No. See mm. some of those fucking commercials. Raid,
0: if you do want us to sponsor, we'll do it. But just so you know, you sponsor everywhere. I play Raid Shadow Legends. I tried. I tried. I I wasn't interested.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, he plays it. He likes it, right John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. I'm a huge fan of Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> um But anyways, going back into Hush's history, um, Hey, you know what I know? Well, you know what I like about Hush—he reminds me of Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sorry, go on. Um, so
0: he was very resentful towards his parents, and then when Bruce's parents were killed, Bruce inherited their money. Um, but before that, Thomas Elliot, who is Hush, tried to kill his parents by cutting their brake lines. His he tried father to kill
1: his own parents? Yeah, so he could inherit their fortune. Oh, so he's basically a mirror of Bruce Wayne. Yes. I had no idea. Yes. How come Hush isn't any more popular then? I don't, like, I, I don't know. Like, why did Joker be. Because I know. Hush t- didn't come around for years. Right, but Joker, when he was created, he wasn't the He was to a one. Yeah. He was supposed but they to brought him back because of fans. Right. Um. But if Hush is supposed to be an exact mirror of Batman. Yeah, he's a huge. He was one of the hardest villains for him to overcome, really. I, mean, I will say the
0: hardest villain for him to overcome was the Court of Owls. Like, still is, too, honestly.
1: But, I um, feel, see, I feel like I don't know a lot about DC, and I kind of give them a hard time because what directors choose to do with their movies. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I'm using that as a representation of what DC is, but I know it's not because, you know... Their stories are very intricate. Right. And, and they, they have, have these lot interesting of, characters, and yeah. the, and they go very deep, whereas if you read Marvel Comics, it was very... Yes, flowery. Shallow. Right, right. And that's why I'd say if I was reading comics, I enjoy reading DC comics more than Marvel comics, but I enjoy Marvel movies more than DC movies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, With with the exception of Deadpool comics, because I mean, how do you not want to read those? Right. Oh, hold on. He tried to kill his parents. He killed his father in a car accident. Mm.
0: His mother survived. And then Thomas Wayne, Bruce's father,
1: saved her. Okay. So
0: that started his resentment towards... The Waynes, and that he wanted that fortune, but Thomas Wayne stopped him from getting it. Right.
1: Then after Bruce's parents died, how old was he when he was trying to kill his parents? Because young, this, so he's young. a psychopath already.
0: Yeah, but I mean, his father was abusive, so that kind of started his oh, okay. psychopathy. Um, like I want to say he was between ten and twelve. Because how old was Bruce when his I parents feel like died? I feel
1: like the world's been sleeping on hush, really? Oh, absolutely. They've been a little. So, anyways. Hush.
0: After his mother was saved, he ended up having to take care of her because she got, like, cancer or some shit. Yeah. So he's taking care of this mother that he wanted dead so he could have the fortune. And he ends up beating some supervillain. I forget who she is. And she, like, eventually pushes him to kill his mother. He ended up smothering her. And then they killed his her lawyer because she was going to cut him out of the will because mm-hmm. she knew that he was a psychopath. And... They killed her and the lawyer. He took the money, killed the person who told him to kill her. And then that's when he did the Bruce Wayne thing after he Mm. got the uh, money, started traveling the world. He became an expert hand-to-hand combatant. He went to Harvard, learned to be an expert surgeon. And he perfected – he's the only one who can do this self-reconstructive surgery. Really? And that's what his real power is. He can – reconstruct his face to anybody really
1: yeah so then that's I was gonna ask you what, what what his gimmick is that's his gimmick that's why they think it's him because he's wrapped up mm. but if he's always wrapped up then what's the point of well when he's out when he's out in public on rap okay but like he but when he's like out, out there fighting batman yeah so that's funny that that is almost an exact mirror of what batman is because batman wears a mask out in public to hide who he is yeah but Hush wears a mask for Batman, so Batman doesn't know who he is.
0: So, okay, so he traveled. Um, he ended up meeting the Riddler, and the Riddler had just taken a dip in a Lazarus Pit because he had developed cancer. Yeah, cancer, cancer yeah. way. Cancer is the fault. Of How everything. the hell
1: did the Riddler get a hold of a Lazarus Pit though?
0: Because he's the Riddler. He has genius level intellect. He can figure shit out. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But anyways, he had just taken a dip in the Lazarus Pit. And you know the effects of the Lazarus Pit drive you temporarily insane. Um, While in his state of insanity, he had an epiphany. An epiphany that so many other people just could not have. He was like, you know who looks a lot like Batman? Bruce Wayne. (laughs) He's got these weird-ass tan lines around his mouth that's all right.
1: So wait a minute. <laughs> You're telling me it took a Lazarus pit in partial insanity for the Riddler, somebody who has a genius intellect, yep, to figure out that Batman was Bruce Wayne. Yep. And Bruce Wayne was Batman. Yep. Okay. Doesn't take much to be a genius in the DC comics. No. Nope. Um, so anyways, <sighs> he finds
0: it out and he knows that Thomas Elliot wants to know. And <laughs> he essentially tries to blackmail Thomas Elliot into giving him money to reveal the identity of Batman. Right. And then Thomas Elliot's like, you know, we want the same thing. So he's like, I'll pay you to kill him. And then they Who's end up paying who to kill who. Hush is going to pay Riddler to kill Batman, a.k.a. Bruce Wayne. Okay. So... Essentially, they team up, and um, Hush takes the identity of Edward Nigma, so they both have the face of Nygma, right. um, and they were basically one and the same. Wow. It's a really convoluted storyline, but that's how the Riddler connects to Hush. So that's how okay. Hush could be in this movie as well. Right. So there's so many different routes that the Batman can take, and
1: so many interesting storylines that they can use. And- right. Which... I don't know. I I think that'd be super interesting if they took Hush as the main baddie route. You know? Right. That'd be a different tone and kind of be on par with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Yeah. Which, by the way, I heard a rumor out there basically saying that Joaquin Phoenix wasn't the Joker in that movie. He was a lookalike. Right. Or he was a copycat villain. Right. Which then... Gets me excited to be like, oh, my God, where's the real Joker? You know? So that's all I really had for
0: um, <clears throat> uh, movie and TV shows. What I have left is um, some video game, like actual video game stuff, and then game system stuff. Um, first, first I just wanted to say a little tidbit. Um, we can talk more about it if you want to. Um, did you see the, they just released the new character DLC for, uh, Smash? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't want to believe it. I thought it was, I thought it was a joke.
0: Um, yeah. So they announced Steve and Alex from Minecraft for Ultimate. I'm disappointed. (laughs) Now. Why can't we just get Goku. Because Sakurai doesn't want it. Why? He said he doesn't want other... Like, I forget how he phrased it. But he did approach it. Um. He doesn't want, like, TV show characters. He just wants, like, video game. Like, if they happen to be okay. in a show or some or a movie, like, that's one thing. But, like, he wants primarily video game characters in it.
1: Um, I, I would have accepted Glover over Steve. <laughs> Honestly, in a Smash Brothers? Yeah. I think Glover would have been more fun. So, even, like, did you see anything else about it? Like what Sakurai said or anything? I didn't see what anything that Sakurai said about so, it. I saw what they have to do to get Steve in the game, which I thought was kind of crazy. What do you have to do? They had to rework every single stage. Really? Yeah, to to make noises for the character and all this, that, and the other. That's annoying. I mean, and they this is I only have one DLC downloaded on this, and look how many stages there are. Right. You know. Um. So,
0: Sakurai, like, have you ever seen any videos when they release new characters with Sakurai?
1: No, I I've seen tidbits like here and there of people kind of quoting him on things. I don't actually. I'm not as into the DLC for Smash Brothers as I am for, say, Borderlands 3. Fair.
0: So, like, he'll release videos, like, talking about the character, talking about, like, their style, how they fit in, like, good ways to use them, good ways to fight against them.
1: Yeah, the only one for that I saw was Min Min.
0: Yeah, he said Min Min is a good aerial character, yeah. I believe, yeah. Um, Whereas, when talking about Stephen Alex... He made a comment saying, like, you know, there, we don't just pick our characters because we like them. We pick them because we think they'll be a good fit for the current roster and mm-hmm. for, like, everything else. And then he's like, and then sometimes Nintendo just breathes down your neck and tells you to put people in.
1: Oh, wow. So he... so that's basically Sakurai saying, I didn't want Steve. Yes. Nintendo wanted me to do it. Absolutely. This isn't part of my vision. Okay. Yeah, so even that's good Sakurai because did not I want didn't that. like that idea, and I didn't want to think that I was on a different page than him because I've been a Smash Brothers fan since, since it since it released yeah. since release date on sixty four. I waited for that to release, and I called the Blockbuster down the street. <laughs> how, so, how old are we? I oh geez, I can't remember how old oh I was when it came out, but. I would call them. I say, "Do you have Super Smash Brothers?" Be like, "Okay, get my mom to drive me up to the Blockbuster, rent it, and then when it came time to return it, you like, 'No.'" <laughs> I'd return it and then really go good. back the next day yeah. to get it again. Um, I was heartbroken when I saw Steve was gonna be the. so, yeah. I just wanted to mention that.
0: Like we're all on the same page. Soccerize on the same. I mean, you know. No offense to Minecraft. I personally am not a fan of Minecraft. I think it's very um I'm I'm not part of that generation of gamers. I don't like the build it yourself, make a whole thing. Like I don't get me wrong, I played The Sims. Like I, I get simulation games, but like I don't like the art style of it. Like I don't like the blockiness of it. I don't like, you know, just I don't know. It it definitely builds creativity and I applaud anyone who wants to play it. It's not my game.
1: See, I Minecraft would be a game that I'd play all the time. Yeah. It would be. Because I like those kind of games, right? You have to build everything from scratch. You have to start your, on your own. It allows you to do pretty much anything you want in the game.
0: Yeah.
1: Totally up my alley, right? hmm But like you said, I'm not part of that generation where it just didn't come out at the right time. Yeah. For me. To actually be able yeah. to enjoy it because I'm an adult, right? Jobs, kids. I don't have time to sit around and play that game. And that's a game I know I can sit around and play and like for hours.
0: Even, like, Nikki and then Jackson, like, <clears throat> I feel like this is a big game, but I don't feel like it's going to be around for them when they play games like that. Like, when they actually get into their own games. Right.
1: I don't know. It's pop. It's really popular uh, it, right now. It, no, so I is. can see why Nintendo wanted to put Steve in. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's a partnership opportunity with another big popular video game. Yes. So, I mean, they can capitalize on that. It's a cash that. cow. It's right. a cash cow. Just say it. <laughs> I mean, either way, it doesn't matter who you put in a Smash Brothers. It's your, you know, it's a cash cow either way. Yeah. So people are going to buy that DLC. People not, want the next fighter. I'm not. <laughs> I don't... See, I can't tell you that I'm not going to get Steve. Well, I want to get that- Steve because I want to see what Steve can, how Steve plays. You know, I want to. I'm not familiar with Minecraft, so I don't know I've his possibilities. It. I've watched it. I'm not a fan. No, <laughs> no. It's like why, um, why pass on Steve? Make Shovel Knight,
0: make Shovel Knight not, a playable character, not just an fun.
1: assist trophy. Um,
0: so to continue with video games. Um, have you ever seen Cabin in the Woods, the
1: movie? Yes. So,
0: did you know that last scene had references to a bunch of different things, like different yes. monsters? Do you know what video game monsters were in there? No. There was Left for Dead characters in there. Really? There was a tank, a witch, a boomer, and then possibly a smoker and a hunter. Yeah. So that being said. Um, Valve originally wanted to make DLC that was based on the Cabin in the Woods. Uh They wanted to do that. Right. Um, but at that time, MGM, the uh, studio that did Cabin in the Woods, was really struggling monetarily, I believe. So there was some kind of issue. I think it was money. I'm not sure. But, um, because of that, Valve was like, listen, we like your shit. We like this movie. So they're like, you can use our character models. Mm. So that very end scene where they're zooming out, she's in that room banging on the glass. Yeah. When they start showing like all the different monsters, like I know the Shining was in there. There was like a bunch of like weird shit in there. Um, <clears throat> in that sequence, like right when they start to pull out, directly below her cube, mm. you can see the top of a tank. Like you see his shoulders and his oh, head, yeah? and that big like bulky grotesque. Huh. They zoom out a little bit more. If you look to the left, yeah. uh, you can see the witch like laying on the mm-hmm. ground in her position. Like, yeah. You can see the red claws. Really? Um, when they zoom out a little bit more, um, if you look like two cubes to the right, you'll see a boomer just standing there doing his... <laughs> um, and then I don't know where the hunter is. I've heard there's a hunter in there. I didn't see it. But the smoker... It's not for sure. It looks like the outline of a smoker. It looks yeah. like it's standing there, but you don't really see the smoke or the tendrils, but it looks okay. like his shape, really? roughly. But, like, it's after, like, a far zoom out, so you only get, like, a second, but you'll see him, like, to the far right. Okay. Um, now,
1: that's kind of that's kind of weird product placement. Like, what made them...
0: Valve was just really interested in it. They, huh. they really liked uh, that movie, and they wanted to use it for DLC. I don't know what stopped them from doing it. Oh, we'll have to look into that. Uh, yeah, I don't know what stopped them from doing that. It, like, even if they were having troubles, like
1: they could have been like, "Hey, can we use your shit?"
0: But I, I don't know. But I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit.
1: Well, de- that movie is definitely interesting. I
0: haven't seen it. I want to see it. You haven't seen I it haven't yet. Seen it. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, I want. I want to see that. I'm. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, I mean, you it's. I have it's, to see it. It's spooky season, so I'm. I'm gonna. Watch it's it. not even that
1: spooky though. Well, it. It's more of a, like a. Psychological thriller like killer. It's more like a monster movie to me. A monster. Movie. Yeah. So I watched The Cabin in the Woods. And... That is Chris Hemsworth, right?
0: That's the one with Chris Hemsworth? No.
1: No? No, this is the one with Chris Evans in it. Chris
0: I, I knew it was a Chris. Sorry. That's my bad. Yeah. My
1: bad, Chris. <laughs> um, so yeah, I went into watching that movie thinking it was gonna be this super thriller kinda you know scary movie and it ended up not to spoil things no you're fine to be more like just a monster movie more it felt more like a resident like were they like being like hunted or some shit like not hunted but like so you thought stalked. Yeah. So you thought it's gonna take an interesting turn. Okay. And you're gonna it that's when it, it bridge so it starts out like you think it's gonna start out. Right? Yeah. In the middle It's going to be like, oh, yeah, this is where it was going the whole time. Then something's going to happen. You're going to be like, what the fuck? This is a totally different movie. And I'll tell you what. When I first saw it, I forgot the name of the movie. And somebody told me, oh, yeah, that movie's called Cabin in the Woods. I was like, no, no, it's not that movie. It's a different one. Yeah. It's because it basically it sets your expectations up to be one movie. And then it just ends being this totally different movie.
0: That's awesome. That's don't how it should be.
1: Yeah, you don't know how it's gonna go. I would personally. I was a huge fan of Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. A lot of other people I talk to, they're not a huge fan. So, I think you'll like it. You right, tend cool. to like the stuff I like. So. I'll, I'll watch it. I mean, I, it's.
0: I'm like the guy who likes everything. Like, whenever someone has something bad to say about something, yeah. I'm like, but it did this. Right. <laughs> you gotta be like that. Like, I am ever the optimist with yeah. anyone. Um, well, well, we'll just, we'll talk about, um, the, uh, games for... so, have to say, neither of us own an Xbox One. He had, you haven't had one since the 360, mm-hmm. and since, like, the PS4 released, like, right. you've been focused on PlayStation. Yep. Um, so, like, sorry if you are an Xbox fan. We don't really have much to say about it. We're more of PlayStation. Um. So,
1: uh, so sp- let's, let's, let's just take a bite out of that real quick. Since we obviously know what our choices were the last generation. Yeah. You know, it, I, I flip flop, right? So I chose... The, I've always been diehard
0: PlayStation. Right,
1: I, and I flip-flopped. So Mm-mm. before, when it was Xbox and PlayStation 2, I wanted the PlayStation 2. Which is fair. Right. And then when it was Xbox and PlayStation 3... I, I took the Xbox 360. And I agree with that decision. Like I I I got the PlayStation 3 because
0: PlayStation. Right. And also there's PlayStation inclus- exclusives that I won. Right. But overall, I think the 360 killed it.
1: The 360 was definitely the better system then. So then when it was the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, they
0: were kind of dead even, I feel
1: like. I, if you it look came down the- to it came down to one tiny little thing for me. <laughs> and that was graphics. Yes. Okay. The graphics on the PlayStation yeah. 4 were, and I'm only, you have to be super picky to even consider it better. Yeah. But that's what it came down Um. And I ended up getting it late. And so, what would you say out of the two that are coming out now the yeah. PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series, whatever the hell you want to call it? Series X, Series S. Yeah, whatever the new iPhone and all that stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> um. Which one do you think is going to be the better one?
0: Like, which one do I think personally? Or which one do I think is going to do better? Well, We can talk about both. Because with that being said... It's a close race. And they definitely do have, like... Them as companies and creators have different focuses. Uh uh-huh. Xbox is continuing with and I appreciate this so much. Xbox is continuing what they've been doing with the series X with the 360 and that backwards compatibility is mm-hmm. a thing. Like everything yeah. that's backwards compatible on the uh one will be backwards compatible on the X, right? And all one games will be compatible mm-hmm. on the X whereas PlayStation 5 99% Is what the CEO... uh, What the hell is his name? Jim Ryan, I think. Uh, Um... Yeah, Jim Ryan. Quote, 99% of PS4 games will be playable on PlayStation 5. That is saying that there are games that will not be playable from PlayStation 4 on the PlayStation 5, which, that's just the, the... past generation so right. that being said
1: are there going to be games... any limits to the to anything later than that
0: and as far as i know you're gonna have to download software updates in order to even play these playstation 4 games right um but that being said like the graphics of the playstation 5 are like have you seen the remastered version of spider-man versus the original version of spider-man
1: I've seen bits and pieces uh, of... Hold on. Let me just... Let me jump, just but... hold this up. Hold on. Yeah. I... Well, first off, they ruined oh, yeah. Peter Parker. Oh, yeah. I saw that. And then second off... I saw that last night, and I'll tell you what. Look at that. Wow. That actually does look great. Like, that's the remastered
0: version. Like, it's beautiful. Um. Yeah, like, here, look. Here's... That's PS4, that's mm. PS5. Like, the... Wow. Gra- because they have... um. That's that's another thing that the PS4 is doing that is amazing. Um, the Ray rendering is what it's called. Yeah. The Ray rendering is uh, the lighting and darkness of it. Right. And they're doing so much more incredible. And then, um, I don't know, I haven't really looked into the Xbox Series X too much. I won't lie. Um, but... The SSD, which they do use SSD in the PS4 Pro. Yeah. Um, It still takes a long load time. Like, the Mm -hmm. SSD isn't too big. But the SSD in the PS5, from my estimates, (laughs) is only eight times faster. But they claim it's way faster. I think they said 19 times. But I'm like, show me 19 times, I'll believe you. But from what I've seen, it's at least eight times faster. Okay. So that's going to cut down on which the biggest issue with the
1: ps4 is the load times right so Fucking load that's times. that that brings me to uh here, here's my opinion so from what i've seen i think i think xbox is gonna come out swinging i think xbox i don't know i i thought they were gonna i thought they were being foolish you know they had everything out before sony did everything was finished they announced their price they This, that, specs was out before PlayStation 5 was. They're ready to go. You know, whereas PlayStation, Sony, you know, has been holding back and they've had their issues with the PlayStation 5 already. So Microsoft has been ready to go. Not only that, to mention that they just bought Bethesda, which now basically gives them exclusive rights to all the Bethesda games which makes me sad. Skyrim, Oblivion, Fallout. You're not going to see those on PlayStation anymore. At all.
0: I mean, that's what they said about Final Fantasy. True. (laughs) But, beside the point. But, yeah. Um, And then, also, the Xbox One has such a huge, huge online multiplayer following. something that playstation does not have yeah like if you go to target right now go down the controller aisle guarantee you there's a shit ton of playstation controllers no xbox controllers like it's insane and who knows maybe that's a manufacturing thing though i mean exactly it might be but also i know a lot of people with X, like I'll tell like they'll be like what system do you have I'll be yeah. like PlayStation You're like oh damn I got Xbox and I'm like yeah I have so that. many
1: people there's so many friends that I that I have that like all we do is talk gaming but then, but we never game together because, because they have can. an Xbox and I have a PlayStation yeah so that should bring us to our next like, topic I feel like a minority <laughs> right I, I we when we are in the minority because a lot crazy. of people bought the Xbox. X or whatever yeah. you want the one Xbox One. And no and barely anybody bought the PlayStation 4. I and I don't know why that is, because the PlayStation 4 I'm mystified by that. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's because the Xbox 360 did so well. People were compared to the into PlayStation it, yeah. 3. People were leaning into it. Yeah. They didn't do the research. Right. But you gotta like I did, I flip flopped the past two generations. Oh, can I also say playstation 5 has 8k support really i feel like that's very ambitious i mean
0: there's like four companies who made 8k tvs already which by the way i'm pretty sure 8k is as far as the human eye can see like i don't think we can go past that i don't even think we can reach pure 4k honestly no 8k the human eye can handle if you have twenty twenty 20 right If you have perfect vision, which who does it'll look beautiful. Which who does? I've got 2030 with an astigmatism.
1: (laughs) Wow, that's even that's still better than mine. Um mine's like mine's like 2080. Yeah. And then um I see like a microscope. So
0: they're gonna continue PlayStation Plus, but I think they're discontinuing the monthly free games. Yeah. But they're doing this thing called the PlayStation Plus Collection. They're offering eighteen games, like good games. Yeah, like not to say that the games they release are bad, but some of them are not top tier. Uh, We'll leave it at that. But like, it'll have the new God of War, Uncharted Four, Ratchet and Clank, but Bloodborne, and a couple other like big games. Yeah. So like, that's kind of a big deal. Like you're getting all these
1: games for the same PlayStation Plus membership. But here's the thing, I. I can see why they would not do the free games anymore, but I don't agree with it. You know? No, I I I think that's a better deal doing the the free monthly games. They haven't said they're
0: discontinuing it, but that would be, like, the assumption if they're
1: doing this. Right, but if they're talking about it, that means they... They've thought about it. They've thought about it. So, you know, I get why they wouldn't want to give... Because... Like I said, Cody has an entire 4-terabyte hard drive full of a bunch of games that he's been collecting over the years right? from his PlayStation right. Plus account. So he's got all these games that you'd have even trouble finding oh, a copy of yeah. these days. Yeah. Um, so I can see why they'd want to get rid of it because now people have all these games. There's no need for them to do anything else. right? Um, but what they're doing now, if they're just going to release a preset you know, collection of That's games. That's it. Like you're, they're doing what they've done always. They've, they're just putting out a thing that pushes their brand, which pushes their I'm decently sure that Xbox is going to continue the game pass,
0: which it's like, so why would they right. continue to do their thing? I mean, maybe they're just going to push PlayStation
1: now more. Right. And I think they should. No, I agree. I I got into PlayStation now. Uh, I still have PlayStation now. pretty. Yeah. I canceled my subscription. I, yeah. I remember you told me that, but, um, just nothing was as, coming, right? Yeah, they don't update
0: it as much as I think they should.
1: Right. I just got it because there was a handful of Blue older hands. games that I wanted to yeah. play, like uh, Infamous, Justice, uh, uh, Injustice, and uh, Saints Row. Yeah, I wanted to play Saints Row Four again.
0: Um, but uh, so the games they're releasing this month mm-hmm. for PlayStation Plus subscribers is um vampire and need for speed payback okay um so i'll go with need for speed payback first just because like i own that game i've had that game for a couple years
1: um it, i haven't played i haven't played a decent need for speed game Underground. since <laughs> <Underground> uh, <2. laughs> most wanted most wanted oh, yeah most wanted was my most favorite wanted.
0: one um so i will say if you liked underground underground two and then if you liked uh most wanted imagine them combined that's what payback is
1: see what i really liked about most wanted was yeah you can play through the story you also have the open world which is really cool and you can kind of do whatever you want there was a bunch of challenges to do within the world but you could customize the ever-loving christ out of your car you can do that because not only could you customize how it looked, yep, and of course, what kind of brakes or you yep. know, motors and everything you had in there, you could tweak it. You can go in the menu and you could tweak the suspension, and raise or lower your car. So, if you're new, you're doing something off road, you'd want to raise it up, turn the torque up a little bit, yep. this, that, and the other. That's what I liked about it, which I didn't see because you in can any customize
0: it to your experience, right. like to your play style, okay? Um, but you can do that with payback. I've done it. Is that, is that on there right now for free? PlayStation Plus? Yeah. yeah.
1: Let's do it right it now. It should be.
0: Um, but yeah, I own that, and I will tell you, oh, it sorry. is a great game. I forgot it's... I got the jankiest setup. If you like... In this new apartment. Oh, yeah. If you like racing games... like once tra- in a while. If you like traditional racing games, like, there's uh, drift competitions, there is drag competitions, there's regular lap, there's... Um, just like, there's police chase. There's um, runner missions where you're just like transporting someone. Yeah. Like there's there, like any kind of like the like, card-based thing you can think of. It's in payback. Well,
1: oh, I'm excited. See, I, I was gonna start playing this game, but it's kind of one of those obscure. Oh, I know what this is. Right, and I just wasn't really in the mood for anything obscure. But you've you seen the anime and the shows, right?
0: I haven't watched it, but I know of it.
1: Oh, you gotta at least watch the movies on Netflix, man.
0: Yeah, no, I've seen I've seen them on there. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Niever's Speed, definitely. Um...
1: Sorry, so, vampire. Uh, what do you, what do you know about
0: it? I did a little bit of research. You did a little bit of research. Good, bit. because
1: I wasn't sure if it was the game I thought it was. It is. It is. It okay, is. sweet. Um, I am smart sometimes.
0: So it is set in the time of the Spanish flu in London. Well, isn't that it's, topical? Yeah. It's semi-open world, where there's like four different sections of the city you can go to.
1: Right.
0: Um, so you can turn people into vampires. You can only enter houses with invitations, so it's very uh, realistic. Okay, I'll um have that. you have vampiric powers, like you can like use like if you want to really lean into being a vampire, you can use like you can drain people uh-huh. and then you can like use that to feel yourself level up and then you can um use like vampire powers, like you can use shadow like your shadows to hide right. yourself, you can use like blood spears and shit. Or right. you can choose to play the game through without, you know, using any vampire powers, not leveling up. There there are some main boss fights you have to do, but you can avoid a lot of fights. Really? You can talk your way through. See, um, what I knew- Meanwhile, you're a doctor trying to cure this disease. And, like, you have, like, I forget, like 30 to 60 different patients throughout the city. Yeah. And, like, that helps you level up as
1: well. So what I know about this game is... From, you know, one of the, the YouTube channels I used to watch yeah. a long time ago. So I knew about this game... For a while and never tried it um but i'm excited to see that it's one of the free games now so i'm just gonna download it i'll get right to it i'll get to it it's not one of those games that i was super interested in absolutely but it was definitely one of the ones i wanted to play
0: definitely be on the lookout for those download them when you can just put it on your cloud or whatever mm-hmm. um i only had one other thing to talk about um and that is, uh, I wanted to talk about Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, so Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Um, so it has been announced that it'll be released on the PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, don't I would say don't be worried about that too much in the sense of like.
1: I feel like that's just so, gonna... Sony and Insomniac going. Oh yeah, let's not forget about the peasants who can't afford a PlayStation Five. So there's a you couple things. There's a couple things to this.
0: Like, I'll start by saying, if you get the PlayStation Four version of the game, so the PlayStation Five obviously has different controls, different uh, right. haptics to it, right? Um, uh, but if you get the PlayStation Four version, end up getting a PlayStation Five, you can play that version on the PlayStation Five and download the software.
1: For free mm-hmm. and it'll update it to the playstation 5 okay actually um so that's kind of nice exactly i like that because that's probably what i'm gonna end up doing i'm probably gonna get miles morales but like and like then i, said, I don't have the money it. for that yes, yet absolutely so
0: what i'm worried about
1: um i
0: think they're doing this because like well first off you you know about the pre-order things right no They've been telling people like people have been trying to pre-order it. Uh-huh. Retailers have been canceling pre-orders. Um, Sony has essentially said like some people won't get their PlayStations until next
1: year really? already. Why? Like Why? Is that because they can't manufacture enough? I
0: guess. I don't I don't know. Like wow. this just started happening. Like with pre-orders when they started letting people do it, is people have just been getting like I've
1: heard little like rumors and stuff about people having problems with Pre-orders yeah. or not being able to get their hands on a PlayStation 5, but I didn't know what the actual problem was.
0: So with that being said, I don't I think they might be releasing it because they're like, well shit, we're not gonna make money because we're not gonna sell the game because people right. aren't gonna have it. Right. Um, so that's one worry I have. Um and then the second worry is the price on it. Yeah. The price on Miles Morales is gonna be forty nine ninety nine. Really? Brand new game coming off of a game that had huge success. Right. Mind you, Spider-Man now is $39.99, I believe. Right, yeah,
1: it's still up there.
0: But it came out in 2018, <sighs> and they can lower. They can choose to lower the price because it was such a well-selling game.
1: Right. Like, people will still buy it. I would definitely buy it again. Like, I sold my copy because... What, what did I pick up with it? I don't
0: know what you picked up
1: with it. I can't remember what game I picked up when I sold it. You know, I probably bought something else. Dildo
0: Warriors 5.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Rumble Roses. Um, Same thing. <laughs> Anyway. I, I I don't know. It, it's still an expensive game right now because it is doing so well, and people do want to play it, and I'd definitely buy it again. I mean, the biggest to problem To play with through it it, it... it didn't have a lot of replay value. Not at all. Not at all. I mean... It's kind of nice to go through the beginning of the game with yep. all the new powers and stuff yep. to see how well you could do. Once you start unlocking suits, it's like... Right. Once it's just... I unlocked all the suits except for the, the boxer one. You know, when he's <laughs> just running one. around in his boxers. Yeah, I, did. I didn't bother doing that one. I got that one. I, I didn't care for it that much. I Actually, just...
0: uh, I planned it.
1: There is not... Of course you did. I did. There's... I didn't even use most of the suits... I went around to spider punk most of the time. Yeah. Because that's my spirit animal. Um but what worries me about Miles Morales, and especially because they did lower the price on it, yeah, is that it's probably just gonna be overinflated DLC. That's what I was gonna say. So it's being released as a full game, but like
0: it's not gonna sell at full game price, and then that's another thing I want to mention. It's not gonna sell at PS5 full game price because PS5 games are going up ten dollars. They're going up to $69.99. This game is going for $49.99 on both systems. Yeah. That worries me. Yeah. Because it's just overinflated DLC at that point if it's that price, you know? Like they I can't. I don't, I don't know. Um like
1: We'll just have to wait and see.
0: I'm just, I'm, I'm, also, I haven't
1: seen a lot. I got to tell you. I'm also
0: upset because they haven't shown a lot of footage
1: of it. Right. That's what I was just going to say. You know, we can, I, we can, all we can do is wait.
0: We can speculate all, all we, we want, can like, do. Yeah.
1: Either it's going to be what we think it is, right? Right. Overinflated, overpriced DLC. Right. Or. It's going to be a great game, and we just got it for $10 less than right. we should have. Right. So either they're going to blow our minds, or they're going to meet our expectations. So we can't really say that it's going to be too bad.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm, I'm,
1: unless on the rare occasion that it's worse than what we're saying.
0: But I don't think Insomniac will do that. I don't they think impressed. so. they impressed with Spider-Man.
1: They had lightning in a bottle with the first Spider-Man yeah. game. Every what, People waited years for that game
0: to come out. I did too. I, I loved swinging around. It brought me back to Spider-Man 2. Right. Such a good game. Um. No, I I mean, I personally haven't played it in forever. I know you obviously haven't. Um. But it's definitely fun, especially if you want to be nostalgic and you're just like, I feel like playing Spider-Man. Just.
1: It was a great game. The mechanics were nice. Um, the story the was decent. Was fluid. The combat was great. Yeah. I loved the combat, and I'm super picky about combat.
0: I know, like Batman gets a good...
1: Yeah, Batman's pretty good and you know me I'm a die hard Assassin's Creed fan. I know you, you love your counters. Yeah. So I did not like any of the new Assassin's Creed. No, I tried playing um Origins and I tried playing <sighs> Origins for a couple minutes. I I got to say though, I will I will say I did not give them like the good old college try. Yeah, you it was see- just like I was bored there was nothing else to do they were right in front of me so I figured eh, I'll just pop into wherever you know I my friend was in the in the story yeah and i I got into my first fight and it was I knew it was different going the in. the combat system is way different but it played more like Dark Souls. I yeah. am not a huge dark Souls fan Neither because I don't want to play a game just to torture myself
0: yeah um and I think one of the biggest problems that I set some people will disagree with my opinion on this. And I'm I'm fine with that, but I feel like some people will disagree with this. I think that Assassin's Creed is too open world for the concept of a game yeah.
1: that they're using. I think they well, they like kind of made it open my world. My favorite,
0: my favorite, you you know, my favorite Assassin's uh, Creed is Black
1: Flag. Yeah. I first off, pirates fucking love them. The ship battles, fun as hell. Ship battles uh, were amazing. You know what? I had that game for so long I know. on my Xbox. We got so many trophies on did that. We complete it? I don't think we 100, no, at least not did. on mine. Yeah. Um. But there was a, a so was there was a point in time while I was playing that game. There's a point in time while I was playing that where yeah. I forgot that there was land. That I that I forgot that I oh I can go and be an assassin just like I did in Assassin's right. Creed too. But It was just so much fun, but there was just so attacking much attacking the ships, right. Going
0: on them, taking them over. Like
1: my the favorite, my favorite part, the one that the part that I got to be really good at was taking over the uh, the bases. bases. Yeah, that I you got could really run through it in less one. than
0: like a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah, as long as you kept those, you got the right upgrades. Um, but Definitely. yeah, no, that was my favorite. But even that game had a
0: huge open world and it was all on water mm-hmm. and then like they just kept expanding it right and like i think therein lies my problem with the series is i just it's too much to explore and you know me
1: i love exploration and collection games i right. do that shit i mean but you, it's you're just the guy so who platinum's much though. you go around looking for the one little thing that only you and the developers know about, just so you yeah. can get that one hit I and achievement. I want it, I need it. Right. Um, Me, I just, I just do it for the fun. So, you know, I mean, think back to the first Assassin's Creed. Do you remember the travel system there? Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. You had to get a horse, you had to follow the signs, you had to go to those loading points, and then you had to wait for the load time. Yeah. Then you look at something like Black Flag, where you actually got on a boat, and then there was random encounters on the ocean, and it's yeah. like... It was awesome, but yeah, I think they pushed everything a little bit too far, and (sighs) if they would have kept the combat a little bit simple, like they did in Assassin's Creed 3, and then just kind of maybe added more to the stealth aspect of it, I think they would have had the game they wanted, because what happened in the Assassin's Creed series, I think, is that it stopped being Assassin's Creed, you know, you stop being an Assassin.
0: And it just became History's Creed.
1: And it just became, you're, you're... You're this
0: person in history, you're going to murder people. Right. Do it whatever way you want.
1: Right. There was no stealth options to it, like in the Assassin's Creed 2, yeah. where there was missions if you were found out, if you were You detected, have to start the fuck over. You started over. When you go to Assassin's Creed Black Flag or Assassin's Creed Dude 3... You just murder people. Well, I mean, they weren't... You get... They weren't actually, you like, have to be. You have to be stealthful
0: yeah.
1: to get 100% on the mission. Yes. It was not... It was... An optional thing, but you didn't have to, right? And I think that's where I they think started like
0: veering off. The that lap.
1: was the downside to Assassin's Creed, but
0: whatever. Um, so with that, um, I think that's a good ending point, okay? Um, um, you know, if you're a new subscriber, thank you. If you are a fan or a friend, also, thank you. Um, until next time,
1: and don't forget. Play Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends. Obey your thirst. Is that Mountain Dew? No, that's right. (laughs) Whatever. All right. Thank you. Bye.